Welcome, welcome. Yo, yo, yo. This is Reed Fellas. New Year's Eve episode. Beautiful. New Year's Eve episode. Hell yeah. Happy uh, end of the 2020 year Oh to my you gosh. All. I cannot wait until 2020 is over. Yeah, 2020 my God. is the worst. Because y'all know, as soon as it hits January 1st, all the problems all are the gone. Problems Guys, go we did it. You know, I brought this point up. I'm sorry. I, I know I tend to dive right in here, but. Do it. I mentioned uh, you got Mo Guns on the mic. Oh, he uh, <laughs> <laughs> is. Oh my God! I totally forgot. Oh, I wait. literally totally. I literally <laughs> it totally escaped Mo you. Guns. Nice. It literally one hundred percent. You got me. as far as want, oh. wanting to be the first. Okay, I remember, I remember. I remember. I remember. Yep. All right. Um, like I want to ask the folks who say I can't wait till twenty twenty is over. It's been a shit year. Like, remember when 2016 was the worst year because too many celebrities died and that was your metric for the worst year ever? Yeah. I don't know. I hate these people so much. It burns with a visceral passion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, heads up. There's going to be celebrities dying every year. Celebrities die every year. You could start marking your year in mid-Feb if you'd like. You can start marking it. It's one trip around the sun as they say it's arbitrary and it's arbitrary and people die every year every year homie and uh bad things don't happen in threes it feels like the the come up though because it's post solstice like i don't know why we don't just start the fucking new year the day after the winter solstice because then it wouldn't be all aligned with jesus's birthday and the budget no, i'm saying move jesus's birthday back it's a budget thing, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's a money thing. No, I mean, it's too late now, for sure. <laughs> but, and it's probably actually good to have a, a little bit of buffer after the winter solstice to really start get to feel like you're getting some daylight. Bit. Yeah, there is a feeling of now we're, like when January hits, you know, it's, most of it is definitely psychological. But if you're going to set an arbitrary date, it's nice to at least have one that, is universally accepted. Obviously. For a reason. couldn't fucking function. But no, I'm totally with you on the whole, the whole year is bad because of A, B, or C. It's like. Now, here's where they have a point for this year. I'm going to (laughs) concede that this year was the year of COVID and we have a vaccine on the way, right? So things are looking brighter. Sure. And Mm -hmm. uh, Orange Man is no longer the president after mid-January. So that's a bonus. Right, but I mean, again, it's it's not quite January first. It's it's always correct. But and, there are there are prospects uh, for twenty twenty one. I suppose that that but those prospects happen this year. Oh, I know. Trust <laughs> okay, me, I'm trying. Just... I'm trying to. I'm trying here. It's all stupid, <laughs> but this is the only year I feel like even close. They have somewhat of a argument. Yeah, but it's a bad one still, and I still would not be friends with anyone who said it. Who said it? Mm-hmm. Oh. How about you, Jamal? How, how often have you said that? A lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> if there's any way we could mend things. You have not said this. I have said it every day. <laughs> every day since the first COVID death. This is the New Year's episode. NYE. So we're going to oh. be doing a lot of uh, best of lists. Lots Our of- favorite things that occurred in the entertainment world. Oh, Hell movies yeah. and TV nice. and books basically okay. are the lists that I think that we'll be covering. So, I don't know. We can start it off uh, with that. 
<laughs> Why don't we kick it off with a list? Let's kick it off with a list. Yeah. Jamal, what kind of, how many lists do you got to spout? I have two movie lists and one books list. Okay, cool. I'm going to go books. ahead and kick us off then. Um, is the top TV that I saw that was released this year. Nathan for you. That was okay. released oh, this year. So bad. Nathan for you is not on this list. <laughs> my B, yo. Quickly, just going over the best TV that I've seen. <laughs> and not just released this year, I would definitely put Nathan for you at number one on that list. Hell yeah. Not up against other things that came out this year. It wouldn't be my number one up against other things this year. But if you take all those away, <laughs> Nathan for you is definitely number one. <laughs> um, Outcry was great, that was but that so wasn't good. that wasn't this year. And then Hannibal. Oh my god. I'm just joking. Fuck off. Hannibal sucks. Yeah. But no, my top six shows and this is off memory and i feel like i'm probably forgetting something right now i mean i don't have like i didn't have a (laughs) list with me of all the shows i watch i do have a list of all the movies that i watch okay um but for tv just going back number six john wilson's how to nice so so i I extended the list to six just so i could include it it's on hbo executive produced by nathan fielder i thought the last two episodes were definitely the weakest. Sure. The first four yeah. are pretty fine. Yeah. Wait, is which one is the one with the guy trying to extend his his uh, fucking foreskin on his That's dick? episode four. Dude. <laughs> insane. So we were funny. like, what? So fucking funny. Yeah, he's asking him about Parasite, the movie, while he's just getting his, <laughs> stretching his foreskin out. And it's a crazy show. I highly <laughs> recommend it. Crazy. And it's not even, crazy is the wrong way to describe it because it's really laid back but it's it's pretty funny right number five the queen's gambit i'll put it on the list you're putting that above yeah yes only because you would like that that much i I enjoyed the show only because i mean john wilson isn't just knockout banger after banger like yeah you know it's not number one on my list i hear you it's it's an amusing show but it's also as skilled as he is is getting candid shots you know that's the whole charm of the show for sure the Queen's Gambit is a well-produced story. So, number five, number uh, four, The Crown, season so four. So good. Mm-hmm. The Crown is excellent. And now I know what you're thinking, Morgan. What? I I have no idea what's coming next. What three shows could be better than The Crown this year? Right. <laughs> coming mm-hmm. in at number three, Pen Fifteen. I knew Pen Fifteen two. was nice. one of them. So good. But I couldn't remember if that was this year or if it was not. Season two came out this year. Okay. Highly recommended. It's on Hulu. Check out Pen15. Definitely. Number two, Better Call Saul, season five. Fucking excellent. Pretty it's It's number, let's be honest, it's number one. It just so happens that what is number one this year is just, it's an anomaly, but fucking Better Call Saul every year that it's been out has just been the best fucking show. So that had to top the list. But what does actually come at number one, and Morgan's given me the what could po- it possibly it be? The, uh, um, sure. Uh, beats, rhymes, and life. What's the rap competition show? Oh, no, not that. I don't think that was out this year. <laughs> I was just um, trying to think of something funny, and I couldn't. <laughs> no, number one is The Last Dance. Oh, oh. of course. Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Michael Jordan documentary, so fucking good. And it got us so through. Good. It was Better Call Saul and The Last Dance happening simultaneously when the COVID was really starting to ramp up, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, that was just the highlight of the week, every, week by week. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've seen that shit twice now. Best sports documentary I've ever seen. It's so good. So yeah, that's my TV, top six TV I've seen this year. Jamal, take us away with one of your lists. All right, so I have movies that came out in 2020. <laughs> you pick. And, okay. You pick Alaskan. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second there, buddy. That was a, that was a thinker. <laughs> And also requires previous knowledge, I think. Most things do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so I'm going to go with uh, movies that came out this year. Okay. Okay. How many are on that list, just out of curiosity? I, I, put, I have six on it. Oh, oh okay. J- just so I could include Mank. Number six, I got Mank. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I actually did only make a top five movies list as well. However- because. Morgan over here. Morgan has a much larger list. That is true. That is true. But due to the exiguous stack of movies released this year, I only have the top five. Extensive. You think exiguous in this context means extensive? Oh, sorry. No, movies released, so very few. Yeah, very small in size or amount. Mm. Exiguous. But Jamal, hit us with your top six. Number six, Mank. Mank. With uh, Gary Oldman and and Amanda Seyfried and some other fucking guys and gals. David Fincher. Mank would be my ninth favorite movie of the year. Okay. (laughs) So it's down there. Ninth? Yeah. Again, I only have a top five only because there wasn't very many movies and I didn't want their... I didn't want to be like, this is number 10 on my top 10. It's like a movie that I was like, meh on, you know? Right, right. I hear you. Same. Which would be the king of Staten Island, if you ask. <laughs> <laughs> number five, Tenet. Ooh, nice. Tenet is my number six. Barely did oh, not okay. make the list. Yeah. Can I say something about Tenet? Yes. Of course. <laughs> I actually, because I want to love Tenet so, so I bad. I don't like it. I conceptually love Tenet. I think, <laughs> I think the, the yes. swing that Christopher Nolan takes is admirable. I know that you really want to love it. I and get the that lore vibe. of it, I, I love. <laughs> By the way, I watched one fucking YouTube video about it, and now all YouTube recommends me are so many Tenet <laughs> theories. It's so, it's so <laughs> annoying. But... There's one tenant theory that I don't think is a theory. I think it's fucking legit, and that's that uh, Neil, uh, Robert, Robert Pattinson's character, is mm-hmm. Max, who the is kid. This, the kid, the son of the fucking blonde chick. Oh. And it's it's a completely legit theory. Check it out. It's 100% Send me that, send me that link. I'll send you that <laughs> link. It'll blow your fucking <laughs> mind. And it made Fuck me love yeah. the movie just a little bit more, because I like Robert Pattinson's character... A lot. Mm-hmm. Like, he's my favorite part of the movie. I think John David Washington, like, the more I think about it, he sucks. He's not a good actor. He's overrated. Yeah. He's he not sucks. fun to watch. In this movie, or yeah. even in Black Klansman, I didn't think he was that good. I think we're giving him props where props are not due. Word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number four, Palm Springs. That's my number four. Hell yeah, dude. I might as well tell everyone my number five then, huh? Well, yeah, now I'm getting well. confused, so I think we should keep it separate. Okay, okay, okay. But equal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Palms Rings is my number four, dude. Uh, number three, The Trial of the Chicago 7. We are the same, symbiosis. <laughs> symbiosis. Yeah. Look at that. That's beautiful. <laughs> trial of Chicago 7, number three. I got to know what your, what your number five is. Yeah. My number five is Black Bear. Oh, oh good I haven't, choice. Seen, I haven't seen it. I like that movie. I recommend it. Um, number two. Sound of Metal. 
<laughs> what is your number one? I'm not going to give you my top two until Jamal I know what, goes. I know your number okay, one. Okay, okay. And my number one, I'm thinking of ending things. Oh. Yours is reverse. I'm thinking of ending things. I forgot to put on this list. If I were to <laughs> shove it in. What? If I were to put it somewhere. You forgot. Homie. I would put what it. The fuck, man? I don't think it would crack the top five. I think I would You're put it. You're so full of it. I think it would be number six. I think I'd put it right after Black Bear, if I had to be honest. You think Black Bear is better than I'm thinking of it? I got to see this fucking, this fucking Parks and Rec spinoff. <laughs> right, but I also, but I think, I think Palm Springs is better than I'm thinking of anything. So I think The Trial of the Chicago 7 is, and I think my top two, uh, well, I, Sound of Metal is my number one. We'll go ahead and say that. And Jamal, you have okay. you clearly have not seen this movie, but my number two is Soul which we just watched. Mm. I have seen Soul. Oh, so Jamal's not a fan of Soul. So, but I I put it at No, I like two. Soul, but I forgot to add it to this list. I watched it last night. It's oh, good. where would you slide it in? I would slide it in at number 5, maybe. Oh, bumping and I off would bump Mank. Mank to 7. <laughs> now I have a top 7. The trial <laughs> of Jamal's top 7 and then Tenet at 6. Wear it up. Tenet is definitely my the reverse point, you know, it's like right where you, right when you Shut hit tenant, time starts reversing, you know, in my list, right, it's right in the course. middle there, and it's right where do I add it to the list? Don't I? Of course, which is apt for the movie. Apt. Cool. Those are mine and Jamal's top list movies. We have a fun list from Morgan for the top list because it's going to be well, Soul is included because we just watched it, but we decided to we watch have been going on a so many movies fucking tear homie and uh, i have been staying up the whole time no way only yesterday um and today i guess but it wasn't during a movie has morgan actually been napped napping out but before that she was fucking hanging <laughs> in there hard with one exception nice uh <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> and it was it's been nice so we've been able to plow through so many movies so many classics so many morgan hadn't seen so many how many of these had you seen before oh Two? okay asking questions that you haven't prepped me uh, oh had i seen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay um i had seen two two of them two of them okay three so of them three of them okay so three out of 13 movies that we watched jesus christ there's, you should have 13. Morgan's counting. <laughs> Make sure. 14. You have 14? We watched a movie today. Yeah, I'm, I'm including that. <laughs> Is it 13 or 14? Okay, okay. Okay, so starting with number 14, I guess. Starting with number 14. Okay, bottom up. I like it. The Wave. The Wave is the worst. Okay, so The Wave is one of the only newer movies <laughs> that we watched. It came out this year. Mm-hmm. I think it came out maybe last year. Last year, maybe. I yeah, don't know. I didn't include it's it fucking, in my top Jordan's movie. Jordan's trying to figure it out, and I'm like, I don't care, actually. I don't think it's worth... Well, there was just... Because the ending is supposed to be like a fucking twist or whatever, and I was just trying to clarify what the twist was, and Morgan <laughs> wasn't that. She's like, I don't care. Like, I didn't like the movie, so I don't want to try and figure it out. I don't care it about it. It's uh, Justin yeah. Long and the dude from Scrubs, the black dude from Scrubs, and it's... Donald Faison. It's a... Uh, Faison? It's supposed to be like a psychedelic sort of he's on a drug that that intermittently fucking blasts him into seeing crazy colors and stuff. And it's uh Well, it's also like a time jump. Yeah, like he loses time and all of a sudden shoots forward. So it's like a trippy. It's supposed to be like, oh, you're supposed to be stoned when you watch it, I'm pretty sure. But it's uh it's a we trippy were, movie. We watched it at three in the afternoon. 
<laughs> After brunch. <laughs> Very sober. And yeah, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't either. I didn't enjoy it. Not we not much else to say. I, w- I don't know if I'd put it dead last. Really? Yeah. I'd be curious to see what you would put dead last because really the bottom three, everything else is good except for the bottom three. The bot- See, it's funny because, yeah, we try to watch bangers. Yeah. Okay. And the wave was only one of, I think only two no that's one of three yep that i hadn't seen so i only three of these movies had i not seen before yeah so all the other movies i was like these oh, are four i haven't seen i forgot the wave oh had i seen yeah three <laughs> okay all right <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah so three of these i hadn't seen so those ones are i guess a bit of a risk going in but the other ones i was like these are great yeah. And I want to watch them I again with you. I think your three that you hadn't seen are my bottom three. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, because um, the rest I actually struggled with a lot. There may, be, there may be another one because, again, I have a list of 13 movies I'm looking at. You apparently have 14. So. <laughs> Did you put the one we just watched? Yes. It's in this list. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't rank mine. Though. I, I didn't rank them. I just listed them. Though. how that's even fucking possible, but okay. Um, I could have forgot one. No, because I made this list looking at the list you sent me. Oh. <laughs> so, I, don't, I don't know. Okay, go ahead. Um, go ahead. Number 13. Now, this is... I struggled with this, but... Oh, I, I have 14. I missed out. <laughs> you fucking did. No, you fucking did. <laughs> All right. And it's right, episode right. 114, so Perfect. God is real. 14 movies for the 14 days of Christmas <laughs> after the 100th episode. All right, so number 14 <laughs> is The Accused. Oh, four? I know. You mean 13? 13. Apologies. Apologies. (laughs) Number 13. So we just watched The Cues. I'd not seen it. Jodie Foster. This movie, it does. I'm sure it was great because I think Jodie Foster won an Oscar for performance. She's a beautiful girl, Jodie Foster. I forget, you know. Yeah, it's really hard for me to really get into her in this movie because she gets raped. But (gasps) it's it's very heavy on the rape. (laughs) Is she hot? She is. She's when she's she's, Here's the thing. She's not hot. Jodie Foster. She's not when Elizabeth I think of, Moss hot. When I think of Jodie Foster, I think of a hard lesbian. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And so when I see her when she's much younger and stuff, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I forget that you're like, those soft you're a cute features. girl. And then it's only later do you develop this extreme. Yeah, maybe maybe she's cute, but you're saying, I'm asking if she's Her hot. voice is too deep. She's, she's I, I, I'm not attracted to her, but it's probably because- I got no shot because she's old. No, she very much comes off as a lesbian to me. So oh yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I has she come out as lesbian? I don't. Think yeah, so. she did it at the Oscars. Oh, okay. but not clearly. She was like, it was like some yeah hidden. No one cares anymore. She's old, you know. Right, but it doesn't matter. It's like she's definitely a lesbian. Of course, yeah. <laughs> very talented, though. very talented lesbian. But yeah, she won the Oscar for this. But the whole movie just it doesn't hold up. Like, it, I don't know mm-hmm. if it blew people away at the time. I mean, the rape scene itself is so cartoonish. <laughs> and there's one particular actor. I'm not surprised I haven't seen him in anything else. He is a fucking... I recommend watching this movie just for this guy. He is such a okay. fucking clown. I don't even... He's not even one of the rapists. He's one of the people who, who cheer on the rape. Because there's three people who rape mm-hmm. her, and there's like eight other guys like cheering it on. Us. Like, it's a gang rape. Woo! 
crazy. <laughs> it's an insane scene. And <laughs> I didn't even think they would show it. But, I didn't oh, either. Oh, they show it at the end. Tits and all. <laughs> surprise, okay. surprise. Yeah. I didn't think they were going to show it either. Um, but no, it was... It was definitely. In I there. mean, this this guy is such a clown. <laughs> he's doing things like, meet. He sees her out in the street, and he's like harassing her in the street. And he's like running up to her car window. Like she runs to her car, <laughs> like she, and he's like, yeah, like boogie boogie, boogie 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 boogie. Like he's being. <laughs> it's so insane what he's doing. He's like he's doing the whole finger in his fist thing. Like <laughs> like po- like boing 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 boing. Yeah, like, boing boing. <laughs> it's so dumb. Boingo boingo. It's like it's it's so unreal what's happening. But maybe that's just part of the, it doesn't hold up. It's hard to parse out, like, were people doing this in 1988? They might have been, I think so. (laughs) The weirdest part to me is really the one scene where the one woman appears to be a giant and then never again appears, that's all. Oh, yeah, when she first (laughs) walks in to meet Jodie Foster in her trailer, she is towering. (laughs) She's the main, like, she's the prosecutor or whatever in in the story, and... She is a foot and a half taller than Jodie Foster, and it's weird. <laughs> but She looks humongous, and then she never appears that way ever again. It's very yeah. weird. Also, my favorite part of the movie, so one of the rapists is in jail, and he is in college. He's a college-aged kid, <laughs> and his buddy ends up testifying. He's the one who called the cops, and he goes to visit him in jail, and you know how you talk through the phones through the glass? Yeah. They put their hands on the glass like and touch lovers. hands. It is the funniest shit I have <laughs> ever the seen. Fuck? They're just college bros, bro- but they do the whole hand touch. They thing. just were like it's a tender a moment. Sentiment moment. It was uh, shit got real. It was got hella little, dope. Life got a little too real for them, you know. Yeah. Okay. They realized what's important. So, so the accused, no, the accused is not great. Don't watch it. So at number twelve, I put Christmas Vacation because I do feel it has a little Christmas charm, even though it's not good. I would put Christmas Vacation dead fucking last. You would. I was so disappointed. I'd never seen it before, and I hear so I heard so many great things about people like, oh, it's such a great fucking Christmas movie, great comedy. Yeah. One of the. One it's of the not co- great. It doesn't fucking hold up. What are we talking at about? All. Christmas Vacation Na- with Chevy Chase by the National Lampoon's. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now I've never seen. National Lampoon's Vacation, which I hear is good, but now I don't know whether to trust it. I've seen it. all of these, mm. all the vacations. But Vacation, the first one, I hear like it's supposed to be. I think so, but fresh. now I don't know. I've never seen that. I've only seen Christmas, the Christmas Vacation, when I was pretty young, and I remember two things from that movie. There's a scene <laughs> where they're driving, the whole family, Chevy Chase and his That's family, the first are driving. Scene, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, hey, kids, look, a deer. And the kids look the other way, and he flips off the guy who cut him off. Uh-huh. And then when they show up, at where are they going? Like their brother's tree. house or something? Nope, there's no vacation in the Is movie. it at their house? Yeah. yeah. There's no vacation in the movie. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. So they're at their house. And anyway, so the, his brother or his wife's brother or whatever, I think, I think it's an uncle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. To the kids. Mm-hmm. He comes over or whatever, and they're like, there's a line where he says, uh, he's asking them about the plate the metal plate that he got put in his head. And he's like, how's that going? He's like, oh, it's pretty good, you know, but every time my, the wife turns the microwave on, I piss my pants and forget who I am for 10 minutes. And and yeah. that, those are the two things I remember about the movie. Dead last, huh? This, I mean, I was so unfunny, and I get it. A lot of people, you know, it's the it's the nostalgia factor that mm-hmm. people get, and I, I totally get it. If you like, it's still one of my favorite movies because of nostalgia. I have tons of those movies, but I'm telling you, it's not good. It doesn't hold up. Yeah. And I think one of the main reasons is because Chevy Chase is a fucking weirdo. 
so there's that. So since I haven't seen Vacation, I don't know what. <laughs> that's a pretty good impression. She has a pretty good f- facial Chevy Chase impression. Morgan does. You gotta say, honey, I need to get a pick. <laughs> we'll get a pick of that. Um, yeah. Chevy Chase is so fucking overrated. Yeah. As an act, as a comedic actor, I agree. I mean, he's been in so many like fucking comedies that are just a lot. He was like great. the only comedic actor. I feel like no, forever. No, 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 no. But I just think he sucks. I just think he sucks. I mean, I haven't. <laughs> I'll hold that until after I see Vacation. Yeah. But everything else I've seen mm-hmm. in him, he's so fucking not good. Yeah. This might be the most controversial thing. I don't know, but he sucks. I agree. I agree it is. A, it is a very a controversial thing, but it's something that. I think deep down, everybody knows. I think you you have freed me from the prison of self because I have been trying to tell myself that I really really like him. I think everyone is. I think and I, I'm not like deluded into thinking he's my favorite or something, but thinking like, oh yeah, no, he's he's funny. Like I get it, I get it, but I don't. He's not funny. He's but here's the thing: even if he was funny, he 100 percent cannot do dramatic shit. He can't do the the poignant shit. He can't do dramatic fucking the emotional moment in any movie. Yeah. He can't do it. Yeah. He he's not a good yeah. actor. Right. Whereas like right. really good actors, because they say com comedy's harder than drama. That's how I know he's not good at comedy, because he can't <laughs> even do the drama part. Mm-hmm. He does like weird like quirk, like whatever shit. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that might have been funny once, but god damn it, he's not good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What did you think of him? Did you ever watch Community? Yeah. The show? Yeah. Do you remember him on Community? Yeah, but again, it was one of those things where I'm not sure if it. I'm like, oh, it's Chevy Chase. Like here yeah. he is up here. It took this movie for me to realize that he's not good. I liked him, and this is not a role, but like when he was on uh, Norm Macdonald has a show. Yeah, I think I thought he was fairly funny. When he's bullshitting, he seems like he's maybe he's conversationally funny, but. You put him in a role. It's... I'm giving him more shit than he obviously deserves. He was in so many fucking movies and stuff that he's yeah. obviously well-regarded in some capacity. Let me just narrow it down to this movie in particular. He's not funny at all. The movie sucks. <laughs> it has no direction. It's chaotic as fuck. There's no fucking any sort of cohesive shit. He even <laughs> says at the end, like, guys, I'm sorry I've been short this whole time It's because I've been waiting for my Christmas bonus. And it's like, he hasn't been short. He's been like a sweetheart guy yeah. the whole time. And that's what I was confused mm-hmm. about. Is like, is he supposed to be playing like the fucking really wholesome, kind-hearted father? Or is he supposed to be playing like a dirtbag who's like... It's unclear. It's unclear. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. There's no point of view. This movie sucks. I hate it. <laughs> and here's the thing about old comedies. <laughs> Or just comedy in general as a genre. Like things like uh, jokes, gags, like slapsticky shit. Like that stuff, it's very hard to make hold up. And that's pretty much all yeah. that Chevy Chase has. It's very slapstick. It's very hard yeah. to make like a joke to withstand the test of time. Yeah. Okay. The things that do hold up in comedies are timing, delivery, <laughs> <Yeah>. performance. <laughs> These things that yeah. really are a, a testament to the... The actor who who did it. This is why Jim Carrey comedies fucking hold up. Yeah, he, he is just yeah. a dynamo to watch. He's and funny. Dumb and Dumber holds up because even Jeff Daniels is great. Mm-hmm. Like these things yeah. hold up. Right. But just like the joke itself, mm-hmm. the squirrel chasing a family around, like this isn't gonna <laughs> hold up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about Ju- Julia Louis Dreyfus and? That's one of the worst <laughs> pointless things in any fucking movie. 
The Neighbors and Christmas Vacation is Julia George Louis Dreyfus so and her fucking husband, who are playing like snobbish people or yeah. whatever. Oh, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, their house is getting destroyed by the wacky antics of Chevy Chase, and yep. it's not funny. <laughs> it's completely pointless. There's no resolution to any of it. Yeah. This movie sucks, everybody. Sorry if you love it. Wow. Sorry if you love it. Rave reviews. But it's after Christmas now. It's New Year's Eve, so we can talk (laughs) shit about Christmas. I'm not talking shit about Christmas. This movie is not. Yeah. I knew (laughs) that these would be your bottom three. These are the three you hadn't seen. Yes. Yeah. So I From take here, no it takes a big nose upward. Oh yeah, because I've seen them, and I. (laughs) Before we move on, I want to. I want to take a moment to say that, in general, perhaps unlike. Chevy Julia is usually phenomenal. Oh, for sure. Yeah, this is no, and yeah. this isn't her she's fault. She's a side at all. character too. It's like she doesn't even. No, she's one of the best comedic actresses ever. Obviously, Seinfeld holds up a hundred percent. Yeah. Yes, it do. All right, so we got those out of the way. Eleven up is pretty solid and honestly difficult. Very hard for you to organize. Um, yeah. number eleven. I like this movie. Again, it's like, I like this movie. <laughs> it's crazy that it comes so, uh, up let's against. Let's call this. This is your top 11, and you just had a bottom three. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> the Fugitive. Ooh. Hell yeah. Great movie. You were you were hesitant when we first described it to you. It took me so long to convince movie, Morgan to watch this movie. Movie oh. to watch this, Morgan? Yes. Um, mm. Here's the thing. Harrison Ford, obviously good. Tommy Lee Jones, star of this movie. Yeah, he's he's the one to watch. He's, Fucking he's so, so fun funny, dude. From like opening line to the whole thing is entertaining. Yeah, all as of shit. his snark is just spot on. Spot on. His performance. Very, very, very nineties soundtrack. Yes. yes Extremely nineties action movie. Can't get- Except I will say that the action sequences hold up. Oh, yeah. The fucking train crashing and shit. Agreed. I was impressed watching it again. I was like, yeah. this is insane. Agreed. How I, I am mildly skeptical of the dive from, I don't know, 300 feet. The dam? At a, at the angle, the dam. Only one in a million men hit. could survive that fall. I mean. He's one in a million. Not even hurt. Not even. Yeah, he didn't get hurt. He just gets up and runs. That's a little. (laughs) He doesn't get. Well, he floats down the river far away. That's a little crazy. Other than that, a solid movie. I liked that the story was pretty simple, you know, and like I liked that it was doctor, like smart people. That's actually where I think it kind of falls apart at the very end because it is super simple and just fun to watch the whole time yeah. until the last 30 minutes. I would agree. And it gets a little convoluted with the resolution. You don't really need to watch the end, it yeah. feels like. <laughs> At least I don't if you're disagree re- with Of course you. the first time around you have to watch it, but like if I were to rewatch this, I'd probably turn it off like 30 minutes left. <laughs> I don't disagree. Cuz the whole fucking first 2 hours are excellent. Yeah. So yeah, The Fugitive, good movie. 10? Sure. Jackie Brown. Number 10, Jackie Ooh, Brown. We, Jordan we watched it. To, had to convince me so hard to watch I'm this I'm noticing movie. a theme. The ones where I really had to convince you are going to the bottom. You gotta well, just trust Jordan. It's not because of anything. No. it's not. So I was pleasantly surprised for multiple reasons. One, I had no idea what this movie is about. Two, mm-hmm. it's one of Quint. It's probably Quentin Tarantino's least violent it movie. Definitely his least violent. Yeah. Which I thought was maybe taking a turn and didn't. So I was happy about that. Robert De Niro, funny. Uh, <laughs> These are the little notes you have. What else do I have to say? I think my favorite. Samuel L. Jackson is not my favorite. 
actor in general. Yes. I love him. I get I get where you're coming from because he does kind of play the same. Like you can't not yeah. see Samuel. He doesn't transform <laughs> right. really. But yeah. he is such yeah. a great deliverer of lines, I feel. Yeah. I feel like if you give him a script, you're only giving it to him because you want a certain thing and he gives you that certain thing sure. every fucking time. Mm-hmm. And I think he does play kind of a good piece of shit sort of menacing character in mm-hmm. this movie. I think Robert Forster steals Cute the show. As I think fuck. he's the best in this movie. Robert yeah. Forster is the shit. He's fucking awesome. I was just going to say that after I, after you were done talking. But yeah. He is the cutest old man. Yeah, falling in love with Jackie Brown. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. Love him. Him like, yeah, going to buy the Delphonics tape. Dude, just, I'm like <laughs> it's, dying. It's great. I'm dying yeah. over here. And what's her what's her name? Uh Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Pamela Greer. Oh yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah. smoking. She's smoking very hot. hot. She's a pretty woman. She's definitely yeah. I was surprised at how attractive she was. Yeah, she's great in the movie. Everyone's great in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long movie. God, Quentin upon Tarantino. rewatch, Christ I, on a cracker. I used to put Jackie much. Brown at my least favorite. Upon rewatch, I liked yeah. it more this time around. I would definitely put it above The Hateful Eight for sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's a tie between Jackie Brown and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for the next. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I love both of them. Yeah. I mean, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. I love all of his movies, so it's it's yeah. really the hardest list to compile. Yeah. Sure. He's a good one. Because. Above that, good I mean, it's all fire. Yeah. Above that fucking right. yeah. line. It's so. hard. It's real hard. Yeah. Did Isn't Glorious Bastards away? above that? Yeah. It's re- yep. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Above and Glorious Bastards, I'd say. <laughs> then it's it gets real hard. To, it's like to it's order. R- super. It's like it really comes down to the nuances of your own personality or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, and I only put Pulp Fiction at number one. I feel like because you just have to choose one, you know? Yeah. So it's like it's just easy to be uh-huh. like Pulp Fiction's number one. I would actually put Reservoir Dogs above Inglorious Bastards. Like, that's probably next up since we're going this far. (laughs) (laughs) And then Kill Bill. I have to always put Kill Bill together, one and two. Mm -hmm. I almost just want to put them as one movie because that version does exist. But but you haven't seen it. That's true. But mine mine is, uh, I put two above one. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's Personally. Because the resolution in it is fucking great. So Yeah. There's a lot of things great about part two, actually. Yeah, I would put two above one. Where do you put Django, though? Do you put that above or below Kill Bill? Django's my number one. Oh, wow. Django is so fucking... Django front to back is, it is very is good. good. Yeah, Django, for me, it goes Django, Kill Bill 2, Pulp Fiction, Kill Bill 1, Inglorious Bastards, Reservoir Dogs, which is probably unfair now that I'm looking at this. I'm reading this list. <laughs> okay. Then Jackie Brown, Hateful Eight, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Word. You put Hateful Eight above Once Upon a Time. That's interesting. That's interesting. I wouldn't do that. I love The Hateful Eight. Personally. Again, I love all these movies. (laughs) (laughs) Word up. Word. Nine. Sleepers. Sleepers. I would agree with that placement. I I mean, I would put Sleepers. Glad you agree. I put Jackie Brown above Sleepers, actually. Yeah. It's, uh, (laughs) we watched a lot of courtroom movies. We did. There's a lot of courtroom coming up. I could see how you would make that (laughs) argument. I like the, the beginning when they're young, better than the old. When we were talking, you guys you guys had called me and we're talking about movies and shit. And um, I had predicted that Morgan would really like this movie based on... Based on My child the, rape? The first half. Oh. You know? <laughs> yeah. I was like, you're going to love this movie. Okay, so yeah, Kevin let me Bacon just, just say... Kevin Bacon just being an awful human being ter- is great. I mean, really yeah. devastating feelings in my body happening. 
during this movie. Oh, yeah. And at first, like, I was like, holy shit, I can't understand these kids at all. Dude, their accents are so heavy. <laughs> but I got through it. Takes place in New York, by the way. <laughs> but they have like heavy fucking accents. Uh-huh. Anyway, the kids are cute as fuck, but like That's what Kevin badass, you know? Slow down, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> and Robert De Niro is great. Robert De Niro is great playing a, like a good guy for once. Right. Then... Mini Driver is actually When really I first good. watched this movie, I was nervous about Robert De Niro's character. I was oh, like, please yeah. don't let him be Most like priests... Kevin Bacon too. I almost feel like that was the purpose of the movie is to show not all priests are bad. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Father Bobby. Yeah. I actually think one of the worst performances in the movie, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt, I think he's I very think lackluster so in this movie. I think he's almost so forgettable, too. and he's such a key component. Yeah, <laughs> but it's um, it's bizarre how kind of the second half. But you know why it's unfair, and we'll and this is a little bit of a spoiler of what's to come in the list. But it's because Tom Cruise is such a yeah, fucking that's true baller when it comes to being Tom a Cruise. Okay, Jordan tries to tell me get this, Jamal. Listen to how fucking okay. ridiculous this statement is. Okay, so we're talking about. I'm curious where this is. We're going. talking about. Is there anyone more like leading man, more oh. famous than Tom Cruise? And I'm like, not more okay. famous, more, more box office. Right. You know, but that's draw. the sentiment, right? Uh, whatever. I was trying to yeah, think yeah. of someone bigger than Tom Cruise. Someone bigger Just than Tom her, Cruise. Let her finish. Like, let her finish. I maybe hear. Harrison Ford. You know, I threw that out there with the franchises. I threw that out That's there. That's not true. <laughs> I threw it out there. Bullshit. This is not true, dude. I said Harrison Ford. Let her finish. You could refute all of it in a second. I said Harrison but I Ford. Hear then going. Jordan goes, I mean, at one time, Will Smith at his peak was above Tom Cruise. And I go, okay. Show me that data, please. And we search for like 30 minutes. I think it's the most outrageous statement you've ever made in regards to movies because I feel like you're actually spot on with your thoughts here. And I think you are so off base. It's crazy. Okay. Before Jamal. Here's the thing. No, no, no. Before Jamal says. Okay. Okay. This is a factual statement. It's not a factual. I haven't found the data yet. (laughs) But at one point, I'm not saying over, over the career. Tom Cruise has sustained the high level for longer than anybody. I would even say maybe Harrison Ford is the only one who could maybe come close. The thing about these lists, though, when you try to find people who have the box office draws, is you get shit like Ian McKellen and fucking shit, which it doesn't count. Right, I know. Just because they were in Lord of the Rings or fucking (laughs) in a Marvel movie, it it doesn't count. Just by the way, we couldn't find Will Smith on any list. (laughs) No, he's on list. Right. He is on list. But I will say, Will Smith, you just weren't on the radar, apparently, Will Smith. I mean, you're not a fan of Fresh Prince, so I get it. But I'm like, not, not a fan. I don't know what will you're Will Smith about. was the biggest. This will is Jordan's ca- classic gaslight trick. Okay? <laughs> Jamal, Jamal hates Jim Carrey. Morgan has never seen or, and doesn't like Fresh Prince. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Written it off. I mean, I'm just saying. No, I'm saying the level at which you're <laughs> calling this statement crazy. You sound insane. crazy because anybody who knows Will Smith knows no. how big of a fucking. Star I know he, is. he was famous when he was making Men in Black, Men in Black Two. That's and what I'm saying. That era, Men in Black. But none of these Wild were Wild great movies. None I'm not saying they're great movies. movies. They're definitely not. Well, Men in Black is a great movie. Men in Black is a great movie. No, but but you're, he's talking public draw. Independence Day also a good movie. Wild Wild West awful shit movie. movie. Completely awful, but. Doesn't take away from the fact that 
it was wildly in star power wild wildly in <laughs> i know that you have like this... no i think jordan i think jordan is correct i oh think will smith had this the star power draw bullshit beyond a tom cruise at a point in time i agree with this that is i'm saying he had a garbage peak. i would agree with you if you were like even like tom cruise's peak his highest peak that he's ever been at he, will smith has never beaten that peak i would agree with that okay I'm saying that I could conceive of that being a point. I'm saying that at a time, Tom Cruise's star was below Will Smith's star. All right. At yeah. one point in time. Sure. I think that's an insane statement. You're, you're trying to tell me if you saw a line <laughs> graph. Will Smith's line never crosses above Tom Cruise's across their entire careers. Maybe for one year. If at all. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Know. Most insane statement <laughs> I've ever said, apparently. Morgan agrees with Here's the thing, though, is... It is kind of a crazy thing. You are trying to think of people, and the first person that comes to your mind is Will Smith. Tom Cruise, then Will Smith. Only because Incorrect. it's right in the sweet spot of like when I was that age to be like thinking about like whole huge stars or whatever. Yeah. I just don't think of Will Smith as a Like I would huge think Will Smith and I would like think that. like Jim Carrey. No one's bigger than Jim Carrey, you know? Yeah. I, and it's just, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, no, I thought at a certain it was point funny. in time, he was Jim Carrey was like the hottest commodity the for, mask, a, for a yeah. exactly. Big That's why I'm trying to talk about hottest commodity point in time. All Will right. Smith had it. All right. Yeah. All right. I just thought it was yeah. an amusing point uh, to bring up. Do you know who wasn't on these lists that we looked up? All the lists topped by fucking Tom Cruise, Robert Downey Jr., Morgan Freeman. All these lists where it's just they're taking into account so many like smaller roles. I'm just like, fuck these. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Rock was not on any of these lists. And he is 100% the biggest star of maybe not this year, but like a couple years ago or whatever. No one was bigger than The Rock. He is like the biggest yeah. blockbuster single star. The biggest dick suck, for sure. But he wasn't on any of these lists. How do you explain that? It's because we're not finding the right lists, Morgan. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Okay. All right, sleepers. Big pile of BS. Sleepers. Number eight. Went down a couple stock points in my, you know, upon my rewatch, I'd say. Yeah. Not as good as I remember it. It's a good first half. It's a, it is sort of a, a... It's definitely not better than The Fugitive. Lacky but less. Continue. I'll tell you what, I prefer the second half. <laughs> you prefer the second half, huh? Yeah, not a fan of the child rape like you are. Oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, number eight. Risky Business. Woo! Risky business, Tom Cruise vehicle. I like this movie. This is a good movie. Yeah. This is a good yeah. movie. It's a funny movie to me. Is that John Hughes? No. No. Ver but good guess. <laughs> a little too dark for John. <laughs> yeah. It's a little too um, actual call Risque. girls in there. Actual naked yeah. <laughs> boning happening. Sexy sex. Lots of sex. Sex. Tom sex. Cruise in this movie is a child. A child. <laughs> it is so fucking yeah. funny. Like, I cannot look past the fact that he truly appears to be 18 in this film. And it's really nice to just see him becoming a star in this movie. Like, yeah. I mean, some of mm -hmm. his comedic timing, like when he's waiting in, in, in class, waiting for the fucking, <laughs> wait, waiting, <laughs> waiting for the bell to ring, like yeah. the, the clock. And the clock go, goes backwards. It goes back a ticking. It goes, God damn <laughs> <laughs> he is a fucking or he goes like oh come newborn on, baby something. in this fucking movie dude it is so weird i did not realize he was so young i thought he was gonna play young and then be normal tom cruise aged i don't know what yeah. i was thinking yeah, he is young <laughs> <laughs> he is a fucking child actor in this movie is fucking hilarious 
Um, I don't think this chick is that hot. I don't know what is up people's butts with her, Rebecca DeMornay. She's got weird teeth. She's not my favorite. I think it's a good choice. But well cast for a prostitute, maybe. Yeah, yeah but she's supposed to be like hot shit. No, I no, think no. it is a good choice because yeah, she does because look it, like I think a, it's like the sex You're not going to get a movie star if right. you call a fucking escort service. No, I think it is a good choice. Even but, though she's a movie star. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good casting, I'm saying. However, the I, I will agree um, that the banging is quite intense for your first few sessions. It's a little... Cray. He'd be a little more awkward. Yeah, he's a virgin and he's doing crazy positions. I fuck- mean, they they're fucking on the, on the stairs. Okay. <laughs> and like, mm-hmm. this is what I would expect from kids these days, potentially. It's Tom Cruise, you know. With the That's porno. That's what I'm saying, a star is born. Killer bod. He's, he's you know, even at 18. But there's no muscular, porn uh... in this era. <laughs> right, to model the behavior. Yeah, it's right. it's very aggressive the sex. Yeah, <laughs> um, it is quite insane. So that's pretty funny. It's a good movie. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say other than that. It's it, Tom Cruise is so cute. Jesus Christ. Uh, number seven, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, this is a great movie. Uh, Matthew Broderick should have stopped here. In my opinion, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I for think sure. he's he been in some other good peaks shit. in this movie. Oh yeah, he's great in Manchester by the Sea. Okay. <laughs> um, Who the fuck does he play in Manchester? He's like the her new fucking his, love interest. Yeah, her, his mom's boyfriend. Oh, okay. Um. Anyways, he's like Matthew Broderick is One. cute as fuck in this movie, dude. I did not think he could be an attractive person. He's cute as fuck. His girlfriend's hot as fuck. She's fr- she's probably the hottest she's actress beautiful. in all of these movies. She's gorgeous. For Mia sure. Mia Sarah, I think her name yeah, is. Yeah, and she She hasn't uh, been in anything else, but no, this movie is She is hot. I don't know why not cuz she's great. And she gets in the pool in like lingerie and it's like god damn, what yeah. is happening? Oh yeah. Very young. I'd put this movie probably higher up in my personal list out of these. I love this movie. It's I get into great. a it holds, weird. It holds, it's a comedy that holds up here. Yeah. So mm. his friend is so fucking funny. Cameron. Cameron. He's great. So funny in this movie. It's just cuter than I remember. And calling. It, yeah. He's just gonna keep calling me. It's just fun. You know, it's a fun time. I it's enjoy fun. it. It's great. It's a good old romp. It's a good old romp. And it's deep. It's deeper than I think most people think. It's a fucking deep movie. It just is about deep. Coming He's of like, age and. You know, what are we doing? And just the, the duality of Ferris versus Cameron, like just their personalities. Yeah. It's, it's fucking. Mm-hmm. It, it goes. It goes. Places. Right. First of all, Ferris Bueller. Excellent character naming. How do <laughs> you course. come up with that this wasn't name? wasn't a generator. It's John Hughes. Ferris Bueller. <laughs> Ferris. Not a name that exists. Perfect. <laughs> Ferris Bueller. Ferris Wheel. That's the last thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's so like the cool guy, funny guy. And Cameron is so fucking uptight, like just anxious fucking, but funny. Like, great. It's all oh great. Oh my God. He's the, he's the shit. I like this movie. Um, Charlie Sheen's great. Charlie Sheen is great. And yeah. his fucking sunken eyes. Pro- uh, prophecy, if you will, for the future. There you go. 
<laughs> he got way deep into prophecy, character. if you will. Uh, Jennifer Gray. This is pre Dirty Dancing. Jordan informed me. Yeah. I was unaware. This came out a year before Dirty Dancing. Uh, she is great. Everyone's great in the movie. It's a good movie. Hundreds all around. Hundred. Okay. Next. E. T. E. T. Classic. Classic movie. I. I I struggle with this placement probably more this and the next one I'm about to say I struggled the most with five and six. There's some quality of life things about E.T. that um, just because it is old and they're going for special effects, it is, you know, it's obviously not its fault. It's ahead of its time when it comes out, but that sort of shit does age effects wise. But it is great. It's a great fucking movie. Quality of life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like, some of the effects. It's just... uh, um, I mean, there's some obvious things where it's like the little kid is obviously not the one pedaling that bike when they're doing like the stunts. Yeah, it's a it's an adult wearing that red sweater, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like going full faster than all the other older teenage kids. Like this is yeah, he has a little dainty Elliot, a little dainty uh, yeah. little boy. Yeah. He's fucking doing jumps and okay. when they come in in the spacesuits, that might be my favorite. Oh yeah, they're wearing astronaut, astronaut uniforms. Uniform. Why? I mean, literally, Why? like straight up. <laughs> We're going on a mission to Mars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, to their house. Inside of this house. Yeah. This fucking, should be hazmat. Sense. Fucking really weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's funny, <laughs> I guess. Um, but but E.T., his body is gross. Well, yeah. I suppose oh, it's yeah. an extraterrestrial. But it's just funny when you show. He's a poop. When you show, sure. like, the dog, and then you show, like, a rabbit, and then you show E.T., <laughs> just an obviously fake blob of plastic. Made of no organic <laughs> matter <laughs> at all. <laughs> but it's great it's fucking great when he's making facial expressions and stuff it fucking kills me i mean this movie is mm-hmm. upon rewatch is definitely not better than ferris bueller but... i agree with you i <laughs> honestly after talking about ferris bueller i put this list together two minutes ago by the way right before we started the pod and upon conversation i agree with you ferris bueller is better Word. but et is so classic it's hard it gets confusing yeah, I haven't seen ET since I was a, 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 but, a but a child. But a know? child, I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, well, lot. you have till if you're listening to this podcast, you have only today. <laughs> yeah, on the day it's released to watch it before it goes off Netflix. December 31st is the last day we'll be on Netflix. Wow, it's a Christmas movie. This is another place <laughs> where I think I'm wrong. So I told you numbers five and six were the most difficult. So what number are we on? Six was ET. Okay, and I think I'm incorrect about this, but. I got into a kid zone here, so five is soul. Okay, all right. It's harder because you're putting up all these classics. Like, I know. Up, up against a, a new movie. Agreed. Which is interesting because, I mean, you have seen all these movies for the first time. Like, only one <laughs> right. time. But, I mean, but it's soul. But it's like some of them you, you understand why they hold weight. You know what I'm saying? You understand the girth behind them. But that's and almost like. it's hard it, to. I yeah, I almost give more points to movies where if they came out you know, in the 80s and the 90s, and I'm watching them now and still being blown away. That's what away. I'm saying. I'm like, that. these fucking movies are so good. That's exactly what I'm saying. That they hold up. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. So I really liked this movie a lot. A lot. I love the um, the Great Before. is mm-hmm. such a cute place. And all the, the characters. It's just a great Pixar movie. I mean, Jesus. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, they did, they did an excellent job. Yeah. It's fucking... It's solid. Soul is it's it's so good. It's very good. Where do you? I feel like it's very similar. It's not it's not the same, but there's similar feeling to yeah. it as Inside Out. I knew you were gonna say this. Um, yeah, I still think Inside Out 
is a bit better. I think so too. Only because it's, it's core fucking thematic ending was a little bit harder to see coming and more heart-wrenching, I felt, in yeah. the Inside Out than in Soul. Soul yeah. is a great message, but if you're an adult watching you this movie- You kind of are like, yep. Yeah, it's like, if, if, if this movie is teaching you something, then you're retarded. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. About like live for the moment or whatever. Like, it's, it's, yeah. So its message isn't as deep, but it's, it's still very well executed. And mm-hmm. it definitely makes that point better than most fucking movies. So yeah. And it's beautiful. It's a gorgeous, it's gorgeous. movie. Yeah. On that OLED. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. All right. I'm excited. Knowing what's coming up, I'm excited. <laughs> To see. It's a fucking cluster. Because we didn't here. really talk about how much Morgan loved these movies after we watched them. No. And so it's I'm curious to see her justification for some of these. Yeah. Because I didn't get that vibe. <laughs> From me? For some of these is like you being so in love with them. Sure. Number yeah. four is A Few Good Men. Woo! <laughs> I thought that was going to be higher, but. Okay. <laughs> damn. A Few Good Men is so good. It is so good. Oh my God. First of all, Demi Moore is, it appears to be a fucking dweeb in this movie. And I don't know how they pulled that off, but it is bizarre. <laughs> right. She is like the, the nerdiest, only, right. geekiest fucking weirdo. Right. Which is funny because in any other movie, she's probably the hottest. She's probably hotter For than sure. Ferris Bueller's girlfriend. For she's sure. Smoke show. Yeah. But. She can shave her fucking head and be <laughs> the most beautiful person in a movie. So I don't know how they did it. They pulled it off perfectly. Yeah, she's a rotsy chick. Yeah, fucking but. rotsy nerd. <laughs> Tom Cruise boned me a hundred times. <laughs> I love this movie. <laughs> it's an Aaron Sorkin script, so they They say fire. the word faggot in the movie, which <laughs> makes me really happy. Jack Nicholson, yeah, hits <laughs> it like hard. It's like your faggoty fucking uni- faggoty white uniform. It's like, <laughs> All right, calm holy down. shit, dude. Yeah. So funny. Jack Nicholson excellent what else about i mean it this? might be my favorite jack nicholson performance i mean he's great in the shining obviously yeah. but he's a fucking wacko in yeah it. so it's like that's probably his most fun performance yeah. but as far as like solid like engaging like <laughs> like feels like that guy like you can't handle the truth i really want to rewatch um one flew over the cuckoo's nest because yeah obviously, me too i love that movie that's a good one he is also kind of a wacko in that one. Yeah, that's he's true. He's always a little bit off right, with but, those eyes. <laughs> but in this movie, it's like, yeah, he, yeah he's that kind of the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. oh my he's God. kind of yeah. the bad guy, but you actually understand his perspective. Right. It's a, it's a fucking, what is it? It's nuanced. It's, it's like, are we adhering to the law? You know, it's like. There's it's, lots of shades of gray in this movie. Lots of shades of gray. Yeah. I would agree. 50 Even, of them? <laughs> Well, more so than 50. the younger accused is a bit dumb, but the other one I think is good. How younger accused? What the the one that's on trial? There's two of them. There's the dumbest. Oh, fuck I, thought one. I thought you went back to that Jody Foster no, no, no. piece of shit. Um, <laughs> the one who's dumb is a little too dumb. That's true. Yes, yeah, but true. other than that, this movie is kind of flawless. Kevin Bacon is good in this movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Kevin Pollack. I have almost no complaints whatsoever about this movie. It's so good. It's excellent. And I, you know, but here's the thing: like, what people do complain, I think, about is how over the top and dramatic 
some of the courtroom scenes are as far as like the yelling not an and argument. The, you can't handle the truth. And this is like military court. But it's yeah. not that over the top. It is over the top, but here's what I'm saying. I love it. I think it's fucking I think it <laughs> serves it well. I think if you were to do this movie nowadays, people would look at it and be like, that's not realistic. But it works in the fucking nineties, early nineties. It just it feels mm-hmm. right. And it's so well executed and you love these performances. Also the action like the catch that he trips him up in, I told you about this. I did not get it until the actual lines were spoken. Like I was like, it was unclear. Tom Cruise's to me. argument to, to trap yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. It it's, was unclear until the reveal what is going on. Yeah, it's fucking. It's so good. I mean, just the fact that you got. Oh yeah, the climax is so good. I it's, think it actually might be better than my number three, which. But the reason <laughs> I put number three. It's a dynamic list. Philadelphia, <laughs> is because I really felt that shit when it ended. Like I and really good men. Or no, in, sorry, in I, I moved up to Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. three. I really felt that shit, as in like I was burdened down by feelings for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll also say that Philadelphia was the first movie out of all these movies that we watched. Correct. So it does have the advantage of being like great music, fresh. great music in this movie. They're not worn down. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Can't remember his name right now. It's Denzel not Washington. Benicio Del Denzel Toro. Washington. It's the other Spanish guy. Oh, Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Holy fuck. He comes on screen. I go, get the fuck out. This is the BF right now because he is hot shit in this movie. <laughs> um, I Den- think Denzel, Wa- Denzel Washington is my favorite performance in the whole movie. Excellent. I think Tom Hanks is great, but um, I, I think, think Denzel right. Washington deserved the Oscar. Not Lots Tom of Hanks, big F drops in this movie as well. Oh, huge F drops. Huge F drops <laughs> and not um, unashamed F drops. <laughs> no, but here's why this movie has the advantage. If they were to try to make this movie now, I think anybody who wasn't using the PC terms would immediately be painted as a villain as opposed yeah. to the nuance of right. this movie where Denzel Washington is homophobic, yeah. but it is of the time. Right. Like this time when it was made... 93, I think. 93, because 94 is the year before he won Best Actor two, twice in a row. Oh, yeah. It was right before Gump. So most people, if you will actually remember honestly, were homophobic in yes. the early 90s. Well, and so. homophobic is a strong word, I almost think. You're like homophobic. Right. Yeah, they I didn't mean, know. Like gay people were, right. most of them were closeted. Yes. And you just. We threw around Fs on the playground. Exactly. And the, and the, <laughs> the picture was painted that this was a disgusting habit. Right. And so they've come a long right. way in a short period of time, that which is great. That it was a great. behavioral uh, flaw. Yeah, it was just so in the zeitgeist to describe them that way. Before Jamal's time. As, as faggots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's almost like it's if you're still clinging to it in a, in a hateful way or whatever, it can be more showing of your character that, you're, that you haven't been- Converted. Because it's so easy to be like <laughs> en- enlightened or whatever. Right now than it than it was then yeah and what this movie reminded me of i think it was mostly just men being afraid that other people would think they were gay yeah and right that's what it feels like in this movie Dallas and Byers that's Club. what i remember it feeling like at the time it yeah. like- no, it's it's very accurate to the time i think it's this movie coming out when it did i'm sure it was groundbreaking and it was fucking wonderful and it's a great it's excellent it's a good movie. Um, it's not better than A Few Good Men, but it's fucking great. Um, <laughs> All right. I'm glad that you've got a big thought. It's not I like better than Ferris Bueller, the... but it's I need great. A, I need to rewatch. Ferris Bueller is really good. I love Ferris Bueller, so. Um, a Few Good Men is also good. Uh, okay, number two. 
Gattaca. Gattaca, number two. Gattaca. Gattaca is excellent. Gattaca is just such a good movie. I don't know if I've seen this movie, mind you. I may or may not have. She thought she had seen it going in, but, but I she thought it was about something about different, I guess. And I like mm. that it's about what it's about. I don't know what to say. Uh, I like the content of the movie. Uh, You're a sci-fi hoe. I'm a sci-fi hoe. I think it's a unique. It's 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 a interesting story to come up with that is not that far fetched. Even really, the level of effort that Ethan Hawke has to put in to this shit is unreal. Yeah, it's like I mean, twenty five hours a day. I work. would never in my fucking. Wa- I would scrub toilets until I fucking shit blood before I did the amount of work that he does to be in Gattaca. To go to the moon titan of Saturn. Yeah. <laughs> it's an excellent movie. I love it. It's just cool. It's fucking Jula's it's just a great. It's cool movie. Uh, Ethan Hawke, obviously. Uma Thurman's not as hot as Demi Moore or Mia Sarah, but she is. she's oddly attractive. She's oddly attractive in this yeah. movie. I think it might be yeah. the only movie where she's just hot and not weird. Just hot. Like, <laughs> I mean, mean, she doesn't come off as like weird, weird hot, like alien hot. Oh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's an example of a movie? Kill Bill. She's alien hot. She's Kill weird Bill? looking. Okay. I mean, she's a little older in that one, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I just never think of. Uma but I agree. Thurman. I agree with Morgan's assessment that she is usually hot, but it is alien hot. It's yeah. alien hot. For I think sure. that's an apt way of of putting it. She has an interesting face. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's something about the eyes. Now, we just watched my number one. Before we get there, yeah. I actually would put Ferris Bueller and A Few Good Men above Gattaca. But it's... I would like to do a quick your top five. I, I haven't really thought it through. I just, I've been fudging with it as we go. But... I made this just now. So um, I'm saying it again. All right. Number one, I have seen this movie, which I recall none of, Inside Lewin Davis, <laughs> we just watched. Mm-hmm. I... Don't know if it deserves to be at the top, but I was blown away by multiple things. One, funny movie. Hilarious it's hilarious. It's movie. Great. There's so many comedic shit. So funny. So many laughs. Oscar Isaac, very hot man. Very great voice, <laughs> this man. Yeah. How about Adam Driver, though? Adam Driver. Outer? Space. space. So that's the only <laughs> oh, scene I do yeah. remember is them recording that Howling. song. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, five. Yeah. That's a fucking dope scene. So yeah. I was um I was pleasantly surprised. John Goodman. John Goodman. Is hilarious. There are just lots of things that I wasn't expecting in this movie. And I'm digging the sound tizzy. Yeah. Trazzy. The Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan. Yep. Black hair. Yeah. In yep. this movie. Yeah. Well, winter. Winter hair. She's a hoe. You know, upon rewatching this movie. Something I didn't really remember because yeah. it's been a while since I've seen it was that it did take place in, in the fuck in the sixties. Oh yeah, because <laughs> it's it, the cinematography of it and just the way it looks and feels feels very modern, like mm-hmm. it's happening now, and he's just a folk singer or whatever. But it's like no, this is all it's shot. You, you get period pieces all the time, but they feel like period pieces right. from the sixties. There's like a, right. a look to it, but this doesn't look that Man. way. Like it looks it. like a fucking modern fucking movie. Looks real. And I like that choice. It's like people from that era 
don't see that era as that old timey shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's like yeah. it's probably how they right. picture it right. when they remember it and stuff. Yeah, like it's their like we get all the good cinematography for modern movies. There's no representation. Yeah, yeah, the representation <laughs> yeah. of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I really liked it. Um, I was glad we watched it. And hang me, oh hang me. That's all I got. It's a it's a fire soundtrack. We just finished watching it, so I feel like it's unfair. It's almost like freshly yeah. seated in you. So I immediately you're, was you're like, coasting no off one. the the joy. I'm coasting of off the joy. I would. I'm interested to hear your feedback on this list and what you would. It's got some Mumford and Sons in there, and that's just for if Morgan you could there. give me a quick top five, a quick top five. I don't know. Speedy. I honestly don't know because a lot of these they're really like I don't know what I like better. A few I good know. men or Ferris Bueller. I don't know. Which one? This is the struggle with the list. This is why the list is challenging. This is why you trusted me to do it. I'll put A Few Good Men number one, which wow. is crazy. I know. But upon rewatch, I, I was just, I was, I'm a sucker for the Sorkin script. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's got, uh, it's got all the bangers in it. Tom Cruise. Jackie Nagel. Number Sorkin. two, Ferris Bueller. Number three, um, Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Number three might be Inside Lewin Davis. Nice. Number four, probably Gattaca. And number five is a fucking toss-up between Soul, which is so weird that it's in this list, and <laughs> maybe The Fugitive. Wow. So you took The Fugitive. You have that really high on your... That's interesting. I mean, it's a it's a fun movie. All right. Cool. Thanks for doing that for my benefit. You bet. That's my list, homies. That was beautiful. We watched nice. all those movies in the past three days. I thought that would be that was going to be the most interesting list because all of these other things we've talked about on the pod already, like all oh, these movies. Oh, I would have fucking stretched right. it out if I would have known that I was the the piece. Oh, we stretched it. I think right. I think it took us an hour. Oh yeah. But oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. My B, my B. But I just wanted to yeah get all those fucking freshies out there and uh, talk shit about Christmas Vacation and. Um, These are all good movies except for Christmas Vacation, The Accused, and The Wave. Yeah. They are all bangers. Yeah, if you haven't seen any of them, I mean, just enjoy. That's all I gotta say. Enjoy 2021 with yeah. these movies. We have emails. Let's shoot to emails. All right, we do have a couple of emails. Uh, Deep Meat 4, Prehistoric Meltdown. <laughs> what is the biggest accomplishment each of your co-hosts has ever achieved? No one can answer for themselves, Jared Cherry. <laughs> nice. Prehistoric Meltdown. Here we go. <laughs> biggest achievement. Okay, what's the biggest achievement Jamal has ever achieved? Not driving until this age. I mean, it is so <laughs> impressive. It's almost 2021, y'all. Jamal still doesn't know how to drive. I think, Going I strong. honestly think that's a, gr- a bit humongous achievement. Yeah, really sticking it to the man there. Thanks. Uh, um, <laughs> all right, Morgan's biggest achievement. Um, I think her apple pie might be peak achieved. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's definitely up there. <laughs> I mean, it's hard because she's made so many great things food wise. Um, we had some of them steakies tonight. That's what I was going to say. Fucking prime. Super good steaks she just made. Uh, They're so easy to make. It's it's laughable. But you fucking easy. do it perfect. Let's see. I mean, yeah, because I don't want to get into like practical answers for this. Like, oh, okay. 
You bought a house. That's a pretty oh. crazy oh, achievement. Oh, yeah. Beating cancer. Beating, thanks. Yeah, I did a whole <laughs> lot. There. there you go. I hate that one. Um, I don't hate it, but it's not. I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything. Right, I went to the right. doctor's you did, appointment. You withstood it. <laughs> All the hard work you put in for the other one. And you, right. continue, and you continuously, life. to this day, endure the effects from oh, it. Oh, so. thank you. Bobby. Admirable. I'm going to have to say Jordan we could go on and on. Oh my gosh. I mean, here's the thing. I feel like we would be amiss to not mention the real day connection here. Of course. Because okay. it is spectacular what you have done. I mean, I, when I went yeah. to your guys' first show, I swear to God, I was fully attending, planning on making fun of you behind your back super hard. <laughs> and I was fully converted. You were swooning. In, uh, you were immediately. swooning. I mean, I was like, we're going to go see Jared Sherry and this guy from our class. Dweeb. (laughs) (laughs) Rap? Sign me up. Do what black people do. Right. (laughs) And I was like, huh, this is quite good. Well, that's good to know that I didn't peak right at McAllister because I thought McAllister (laughs) was my peak. (laughs) Morgan, at what stage in your guys' relationship, romantic or otherwise, did you see him first perform? Oh, we were strangers. Oh, okay. I mean, we were... So you weren't swooning. It was mutual friends that got her there. Yeah, I knew Jared, and I knew that he was in some of our classes, but I don't think we were even in a group project together no we didn't do homework together i don't think i'd spoken to you at all i wasn't aware of you in the audience yeah yeah exactly mm. yeah no we were not an item we still would not become an item for quite some time yep because then it was like a, still a while before we were friends and i because i was like uh eh, he'll be in and out of our lives don't pay him no mind and then i was like you know he's a mm-hmm. fun guy to talk to while we're doing homework i enjoy the speech <laughs> also, on that topic, for a more serious, since everyone's given serious answers for me, um, uh, Jamal's yellow dress is excellent. Everyone should go listen to it. Oh, come on. Yellow Thank dress, you. 20 years in the making. You need to fucking yeah, drop man. some more shit, Jamal. Everyone wants it. <laughs> I will say I've got some shit coming. Okay, I've been working on an album for the past probably five years. You always got shit coming. That's not a surprise. <laughs> I will drop more <laughs> shit. I promise. I promise, but it's been five. This one, this new product's been five years. Yeah. Yellow dress was twenty years, but this is five years in the making. Jamal, this is what I love about you, though. Okay, is that you have all of your eggs in every basket, strewn about everywhere. You know, you're doing comedy, you're doing movies, you're writing scripts, you're making beats, the whole album is fully this. written. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's honestly the one of the most endearing things about you is that you've got so much shit going on, and you're you just need to to reel in the focus every once <laughs> yeah. in a while. No, I agree. And but I have almost the opposite problem. So I admire your ability to start projects endlessly. Is mm-hmm. fascinating. Well, that's that's very sweet, and and I like having. <laughs> I like having my uh, my uh, my my toes in different holes, you know, and I like um, <laughs> I like, and it's something that like I because I, I, oftentimes I feel like I'm not doing anything, you know. I have this feeling like ah, like I feel like I haven't worked on this thing in a while or whatever. And then if I zoom out, I'm like, yo, you have you got. And this is me. I'm not answering for myself, Jared. I promise. I'm just talking, but 
you know, there was vast deference and there was stand up and there was fucking short films and, and all this shit and yellow dress. And now this, this current project I'm working on. And, and it's like, I got a lot going on. I got the podcast. I got, you know, it, and, uh, so you're the master of getting things underway. <laughs> that's very, it's <laughs> very sweet. I, mean, I don't know. It just makes me, it makes me smile to think about Jordan also has a talent. I will say, overachiever in um, chip and cracker consumption. <laughs> yep. I, that that tops everything that you guys have said yeah. so far. Yeah, I'm most proud of that probably. Mm. No, but Jordan, but yeah. being serious though, Jordan possesses, I think, a similar getting projects underway ability, but he's a much better uh, at finishing them than I Executor. am. Well, he is vi- he's much more, um, and I mean this in a loving way for both of you, he has got that a reign on discipline that you and I do yeah, not. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. And that is what causes him to finish projects. Yeah. Uh, is, is sheer putting that on himself mm-hmm. to yeah. do. Um, I see the pain I, it behind It could be better. It could always be better. But, yeah. I mean, if I could, I guess this question has got me thinking about all these different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, Jamal, for, for you, for certain, 2021 should definitely be a, a year of, of uh, executing and, and releasing things. I mean, come on. It's got to be the fucking come up. I mean, I was thinking maybe more 2022, but. Yeah, but that's, that's Jamal thinking. <laughs> well, that's because I'm trying to rein in the mistakes of being, like, Next year, everybody, it's coming. And then saying that again Don't the following be year. Afraid. The following Here's year. the thing is say it and mean it and stick to it and and do it. Like Jordan tells me this all the time. He goes, it's going to get done. Are you not going to do it? Are you not going to do it? Like I'll have something due. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, anybody comes back at me. If anybody comes back at me, I was like, oh, like this part of this thing is like hard. I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, I mean, the thing itself is going to get done. Right. So, yeah. so just do it. How are we going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get done. Like when I was crying <laughs> on the staircase, moving the couch in, he goes, "We're it's going to get done, so we just got to do it. Yeah. And I'm crying in tears. Well, it's like, <laughs> well, are we going to live in this house with this couch on, this, on the stairs? <laughs> <We're crying>. No. <laughs> I wasn't fucking doing it while you were crying. <laughs> Accomplishment for all of us, though, 114 episodes and counting of this podcast. It's such a beautiful Excellent thing, point. you guys. Also, I got a blue belt in BJJ. Hell yeah. How are your BJ skills um, these days? I didn't know about that. Well, not good because COVID <laughs> really puts a hamper on being in close contact with other people. But So it's a little, it's a little toothy. <laughs> <laughs> I've beaten a lot of video games. I think my Zelda knowledge is peak. I haven't played <laughs> Animal Crossing in this four days. Hell yeah, That's dude. That's right there. My reading I haven't accomplishments. Even it on. I missed Toy Day. <laughs> I missed the whole event. I don't know when it was. It was either Christmas Eve or Christmas. All right, all right. We're answering for ourselves now. All right, all right. Cool. You said there was more than one email. There is. Um, We also have another email. It says, let's analyze this, dot, dot, dot. There's a line in DMX. Isn't that a person? Yeah, it's a rapper. (laughs) There's a line in DMX. X gonna give it to you. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't read the whole, I didn't read the whole thing. Okay. There's a line. I thought she was saying there's a line in DMX and then quotations appear and so i thought she was giving the line that's not the case there's a line in dmx where the hood at where he says where the hood where the hood where the hood at i show no love small cat uh i show no love to homo thugs empty out reload and throw more slugs even if we squashed beef i ain't touching your hand but then later he says 
since we all write here, you hold my dick while he's sucking it. What's that about? Do you think he's homophobic or just secretly bi? Definitely secretly bi. Yeah. I mean, there's a tradition of homophobic lyrics in, in rap. Mm-hmm. It's just something that occurred. Yeah, I show no love to homo thugs. <laughs> um, we have a... I mean, it's just a th- it's just a braggadocio thing. You but know. then he goes, I agree with her email where she he, she goes completely off the rails in this later line. Since since we all right here, you hold my dick while he's sucking it. That's a lot. That's a big 180. Yeah, but no, it's almost it's, that it's a go- diss. No, it goes into more like prison, mm. like hardcoreness. Like this ain't gay. This is I'm so badass. I'm going to make you hold my dick while he's sucking. Sure. I understand. I understand. Like, I'm so straight. Yeah. Suck my dick. Right. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, that's a good call out from a fucking song <laughs> from 1998. <laughs> um, I do have one follow-up item from the previous podcast that is a slightly underwhelming. Oh, okay. Great. Rice, when it's harvested, looks just like wheat. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it grows what? on a stalk. But it's hard, right? You dry it out. Ooh. Yeah. So Jamal was kind of right about it. Grows that. on a stalk with wheat buds with individual rice grains in them. Oh. And then that sounds you, laborious. It's extremely laborious, this process. I get it. It's almost, yeah, you can go like, yep. like run your fingers yes. across it and like yes. all the rice off. Yeah. But they are hold. You have to unhold them. It's oh a fucking, it's God. crazy. That's this. fucking nuts. I mean, whatever we're paying for rice, it is not enough. And here we are just shoveling it by the spoonful. Like right. one spoonful of rice. How many, How long do you think that took? Well, I don't know. 15 like, I mean, minutes? You got machinery. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. But you can make it in your backyard with just grains of rice. No, thanks. What? You can like put it in buckets and just put some grains of rice in there. And then you just make sure it's like, it always has to be flooded or like with standing water. Yeah. Um, and then a, a year and a half, you can have a fucking yeah. bowl of fried rice. I think it only takes a couple weeks, actually. Oh, okay. That's fucking insane. Dope. All right, let's shoot it to Jamal. Fuck yeah. Okay, I'll give you my I'll give you my books. How about that? We're going to read fellas R E A D. I got a I have a top five here. Number five. It's actually two books because they're small, <laughs> but I put lying and free will. Okay. Okay. A Sam Harris number five. Yeah. <laughs> And just to be clear, these are books that you read this year, not books that came out this past yes, year. Yes, correct, correct. Uh, number four, House of Leaves. Ooh, above Sammy. I gotta, I gotta get this book. Number three, Where the Crawdads Sing. Nice, excellent, love choice. that book. Number two, Rant. Ooh, love that book. That mm-hmm. is my number one. Whoa, yeah. we God hit damn. Morgan's number and one. And number two is Where the Doodads Be at. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Number one is Ant Kind. No, I kind of saw that one coming. It's a little bit ball washy, but I, I totally get it. I mean, you definitely, I mean, just to be lost in a book, I, I take points yes. off for Ant Kind just because I just don't feel like it has a, a full ending, cohesive, you know? <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. But as far as the ride goes, one of the best ride experiences from a book this year, I agree. Yeah, I give it points. Also for, I mean, it has a special place in my heart for it's the book that got me into fiction and really jump-started the whole reading process. So it has unfair points that way for, you know, personal reasons, but holy fuck, it's a good book. These are all personal reasons. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, should I just do my top five real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
I have all thirteen. I have all thirteen. If you want to do that, dude, you are a. Oh, never mind. The movies are fourteen. We figured that out. Yeah, okay, I'm a thirteen ahead. hoe. <laughs> do you want to hear thirteen or ten or five? Give us your top five. Okay. Okay. Number five. Because I don't want to give you my top seventy-three. All right. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Number five, Killers of the Flower Moon. Nice. Number four, When Breath Becomes Air. Excellent. Number mm-hmm. three, you guys are gonna hate me. Flowers for Algernon. <laughs> Nostalgia. Uh, number two, where the crawdads <laughs> sing. Number one, rant. I cannot say enough about how blown away I was by rant, and I Hyping was it up. not expecting to love it as much as I did. It's the best Chuck Palahniuk I've read. I was surprised at how good it was. I love the structure of it. It's different than most books. I love. The level of fucking dopeness that's in that book. Yeah. It's dope. It's excellent. Hidden gem rant. I Before I get into my top 10 books, mm-hmm. I just want to go over just some honorable mentions that are in no particular sure. order, but they didn't crack the top. And But I, like I said, I've read 73 books this year. The podcast pick is me standing next to the stack of books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the picture, I am standing on my tippy toes and the book stack is still just taller than I told than you me. it'd be higher than you. On your tallest tiptoes. <laughs> I was definitely excited that it got that up. So, it got up. honorable mention. Proud of you, man. It's fucking insane. When Breath Becomes Air didn't crack my top 10, but it is an excellent book. Mm-hmm. It's in Morgan's top five. Uh, Slaughterhouse Five, I really enjoyed Kurt Vonnegut. Um, the End of Eternity is an Isaac Asimov. Uh, very well done. The best science fiction book I've, I read all year. Uh, Born a Crime, Trevor Noah. Great. Excellent book. I like it more than a stand-up. This book is so good. Mm. Oh, for sure. Um, Tuesdays with Maury. Very Excellent. sweet book. That's my number nine. Um, and my final honorable mention, apropos of nothing, Woody Allen. It's He's a funny guy. I love or Woody just Allen. An interesting story. So here we go. Top 10 books that I read. Starting with number 10, Into the Wild, John Krakauer. This book is excellent. I was pleasantly surprised at how much I was enjoying it as I was reading it. The best fucking character study of a human being that I read all year. Love it. Highly recommend. Check it out. Number nine, Hitch 22, Christopher Hitchens' autobiographical account of his life. (laughs) 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 This book started... All of our words of the day, words of the week, what do we call it? Wads. Wads. Wad, word of the day. Uh, I gave you, already gave you the wad today. It's actually the word of the year, I'd say. Wow. Exiguous. End, end of the year. Boy. So it started that. I mean, just reading the book and being so impressed with his vocabulary was, it, it almost got into my top 10 because of that. Like, I'm reading this being like, I didn't realize what you could do with this language until I read yeah. this book. Like, I knew, you know, I knew there was, Tons of words that I don't know the definition of, but to just to see them used, just every page, <laughs> and so perfectly, so perfectly, and I could see how that could turn a lot of people off. Like this is just above my reading level, but it's like I was determined to be like, no, this guy is just a very intelligent human being, and parts of the book are very dense and very much over my head as far as the history, but it dives back and forth between being amusingly hilarious and way deep and dense and way smart. So I just was impressed more than anything with this book. Number eight, 
The Righteous Mind, Jonathan Haidt. This book blew me away with just how important I felt it was. Everyone needs to read this book. It's great. Jonathan Haidt is one of my faves. He's a very clear writer. And just obviously knows the way for how this fucking world would be a better place. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's a good gay. Good gay. <laughs> Number seven, Killers of the Flower Moon. Fucking great. Just blown away that this is a story that I had no fucking knowledge of and this shit happened. And why you gotta intrigue me like that? Why you gotta intrigue me like that is this fucking book. <laughs> Number six, this one's gonna be fucking almost probably funny because it's just like, it's popularity and the fact that I just read it this year. Again, this is just movies that I read this, books this year. Books that you read. Oh, sorry. Books that I read this year. <laughs> it has nothing to do with when they were released. And so for that, number six goes to The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. It's a fucking excellent fucking novel. Good series, everybody. Good series. I don't know if you heard about it. But it fucking it deserves all the fucking hype that it got when it first came out. It's excellent. Uh, number five, Educated, the Tara Westover story. This fucking book is heart-wrenching. It's excellent. I'm a sucker for cult stories and mm -hmm. uh this fucking book is just it's a crazy fucking story and it's told in a very elegant way i highly recommend number four rant nice definitely fucking agree with all the things we've already said mm -hmm. it is excellent number three ant kind yay the funniest by far book i've read all year mm -hmm. just amusing Great. And it's, it's, you start to, when I read so many books, it was almost a, avoiding books that were intentionally comedic because it's like, it's hard to really convey humor. Like I would chuckle. Yeah. I disagree. Because where's the timing? You know, where's the delivery? Exactly. Where's the performance I, of I don't it? agree on this point. I, I will leave here's it a, there. I did chuckle and stuff and I was amused and I would smile at parts of books, but it's, it's very hard to get like, holy fuck, that's hilarious for me. I know for Morgan, I've watched you read books and laugh out loud, <laughs> yeah, okay. but that's just how it is for me. And, I, but I this book broke funny. that mold. This book broke that mold. It's fucking laugh yeah. out loud. Hilarious. Um, number two, unfollow by Megan Phelps Roper. Again, it's, it's almost the same as educated, but it's very different. And it's from person that everyone is probably familiar with, but doesn't know they're familiar with them. Unfollow is my six and seven is educated. Unfollow is fucking great. The Westboro Baptist Church, the fucking God hates fags people. She is the daughter of, or she's the granddaughter of the guy who started that church. And she left the church and realized how they're all fucking nuts. And it's her story. It's just so well written and so perfectly walks you through the mindset of someone who is in that environment and how she went from so wholeheartedly believing in it and defending it to eventually not and it, it's it, it's perfect and it's it's a, a self-character study if you will and it's it's done excellently number one where the crawdads sing wow wow it's a fucking excellent it's the best novel i read all year and it might be it was one of the first books i read all yeah. year so i think it might be just because I was so blown away and so it made me excited to read other things. I was like, this is yeah. a good reading right. experience. That's awesome. That's how Ankind was for me, yeah. Yeah, and it's just, the story is great. The characters are so, it's because this, the characters are so yeah. well-written mm -hmm. that, that this book holds You'll so well. 
<laughs> it, it's so good it was like a movie uh <laughs> i highly recommend there's definitely going to be a movie made about it i mean it's a new book so i would imagine mm-hmm. that everyone things are loves in the it work. remember when i was yeah. at the airport buying it people were stopping me like have you read this so good yeah 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 people do that in bookstores it's nice yeah book people are but like you don't see that action happening in blockbuster no yeah because <laughs> they don't exist anymore um so hell yeah that was my list beautiful i want to give you my bottom three movies of the year sure you guys ready for this? Yeah, i'm so ready <laughs> bottom three mulan <laughs> <laughs> tesla Oh fucking mm-hmm. hey, dude! And this is probably, and this this third one is definitely the worst. Hillbilly Elegy is <laughs> but fucking that, that's awful. That's why you love to hate it, you know. If we had fun critiquing it, that's true. I mean, I had fun critiquing Mulan. Yeah, I would have preferred if you guys had seen it too. It would have been mm-hmm. more more fun. But yeah, Hillbilly, Hillbilly Elegy. No offense to Glenn Close or Amy Adams, they did their best, but that movie is fucking dog shit. Tesla is the worst yeah no movie. offense to ethan hawk we love ethan hawk gattaca's great yep. it's um, the worst movie i've ever seen tesla sucks it's boring it's just the most boring whereas like mulan and hillbilly elegy there are things to laugh at it and talk yeah. about there's nothing to talk about tesla it's no i i chose boring. to sleep instead. yeah i yeah. was like i'm done and that i think does it for my lists here's my top five overall not just released in 2020 that i witnessed this year, although there are 2020 movies in here, so there is some. This will be quick because there's some repeats. Number five, Wedding Crashers. Nice. <laughs> oh, loved it. That was yeah. I'm excited to see all the movies that we watched together when you were in town. Mm-hmm. What makes this list? I will say before I get to the, the next four, I will say I have a couple honorable mentions. We need to talk about Kevin. Excellent. And uh, I uh, I thought Cabin in the Woods was, was was not that bad. Okay. All right. Number four. Sound of Metal. Wait, what? Where did Sound of Metal place on the previous list? On on the twenty twenty uh, number list? two. And your number one was. I'm thinking, thinking of ending things? things. Oh yeah, that's, yep. right. that's crazy. But okay. <laughs> suck a suck a D. And kind, and I'm thinking of ending things at number one. Oh. <laughs> I, I okay. I'm writing that Charlie Kaufman D. Okay. All right, bias. Number three is the Florida Project. Nice. Ooh, yeah. Such yeah, a yeah, good yeah. movie. I agree. So good. I agree that the Florida Project is better than all the movies I, of 2020. Yeah. Well, no. Not better than I'm thinking of anything. Whatever. Number two, yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah, of ending yeah, things. Yeah. <laughs> Florida Project is way better than I'm thinking of ending things. Yes. I don't I don't agree, personally. Okay. What was your number one? Say it again. Malcolm X. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm X is great. Uh I loved it. Number one. Whoa. Yeah. Of the movies I saw this year, Malcolm X was the one I enjoyed the most probably. I, was I like, don't know that God. that would crack a, crack a top 10 for me. I agree with Morgan. <laughs> well, you guys just went through and, and watched like <laughs> movies. Yeah, we watched some Firepower. We did but, some Brat Brap, and yeah. that is for sure. But I think Sound of Metal is better than Malcolm X, and I think Florida Project's better than Malcolm X. Same. <laughs> right. In my opinion, you're wrong. I think Malcolm X is great. I think it's great. That's I think Soul why... is better. I would ra- rather watch Soul than Malcolm X. But well, I get uh, yeah, Soul has definitely more rewatch value than Malcolm X, for sure. Yeah, but I think I don't know. Malcolm X has flaws. Okay, <laughs> it's overall so great, and Denzel Washington can hold my dick while he can, <laughs> someone can hold his dick while he suck it any day of the week. Yeah, but yes, yeah, I don't know. It's it's I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's a great movie. 
cool Eskimo. <laughs> <laughs> Not better than Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> Didn't see it this year. Cool. You should watch it in 2021. And we will say that there is a list being compiled of movies that Jamal has not seen that we are going to watch together. Wow. I like when it's like something, I feel like you're breaking your typical secret hood of. Oh, I'm not going to tell them what the, what the list of movies is. There's some All secret right. hood there. But no, you got to tease people. You got to people let, yeah, you got to let them know what, what's happening. Okay. Um, here's yeah. the thing. If you want to is... do, if you hear, no, here's the thing Morgan. Oh, <laughs> more guns. <laughs> Mo if you want to do a podcast, a podcast episode that is two hours long of us talking about uh, movies we saw, you gotta you gotta tease things to get them to tune in next time. You know, agreed. Yeah, yeah. I hope this is enjoyable. Let's do. I mean, this is just this is movie heavy. <laughs> just best. I think it's year, great. Year I think this is fucking dope. It's a year end list sort of show. Um, yeah, it's. I'm really trying to have this episode is almost a time capsule of if you, if you don't want to fucking figure out what what you want to watch or read over the past just year listen to Morgan's list just fucking mm. listen to this pod we give you the best suggestions these are the best suggestions they are these are they are minus the things that we haven't seen or read here's the thing is i still have a week without working and i am have no idea where it's going to go from here mm. i mean the amount of material that we have been able to consume we'll see if we can keep the steam up. And there's also going to be some I'm movies I haven't seen. I'm down to just like so. watch a bunch of Tom Cruise movies. I've rekindled my love for Tom Cruise. He is one entertaining He is a psychopath in real life, but he is <laughs> he is hot shit, dude. Tom there's Cruise, a reason why he's as big as he is. He's fucking dope. Tom Cruise is hot shit. And I I'd be down to rewatch that. Top Gun, even though I, I didn't like it the first two times I saw it. <laughs> 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 I've never seen Worth Top Gun. Worth a rewatch. No, Joel's not some top gun. <laughs> yeah. We watch cocktail. No thanks. Why? That's the one I'm not interested in. You can in learn watching. your trick. Learn the trick. Learn bar tricks. Yeah. Spin spinning bottles. No thanks. Cool. Let's see what Megan's wondering. Oh, let's do it. Hey Reed fellas. I'm not sure how much Latino music you listen to, but I hope at least a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> um Yeah, I was jamming out to some music today. <laughs> And then, and I've wondered this before, and I've asked my friend who's Colombian, and it's a conversation. Anyways, in most Latino music, like uh, pop pop kind of genre, usually the person always says their name multiple times in a song, and it just, I don't know why, like it drives me nuts kind of, but it's Mr. Worldwide. also the song, so it's catchy. <laughs> but if you ever listen to like Nicky Jam, he's always like Nicky Jam, Nicky, Nicky, Nicky Jam in his song, or... Or Malumo is always like, Malumo baby, you know, and it's just funny. And I don't know why, like, what? Why don't other why don't other artists do this? It would be funny or maybe it's fine. I don't know. What do you think? Why, why do they do that? Every song, not just like occasionally, every song, Royce, Prince Royce and his song, Royce, all the time. I don't get it. I don't understand what's happening. Like, obviously, I know who's singing. That's why I'm listening to your song. I feel like they probably took that. From hip hop, because hip hop yeah. artists do that a lot. Very self referential in hip hop. But yeah, no, I'm not completely unfamiliar with Latino music. So maybe it's more abundant. I mean, Mr. Worldwide, but, I just gave you an example. Yeah, I mean, I'm the one who said Pitbull. He's Mr. Worldwide, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's not his name. So if he says Mr. Worldwide, I mean, he's referencing himself, but he's not going Pitbull and Pitbull. True, but true. it is his name. He's Pitbull. It's the same way as if like Kendrick Lamar calls himself like Kung Fu Kenny. Sure. 
Kendrick Lamar references idea. himself quite a bit then. <laughs> K-Dot. Yeah. K-Dot. But it's not done in the same way. He's like a character in the story. I reference, like in real day songs, I'll reference myself a lot, especially in all day. Yeah, right. But it has like a purpose. Whereas in I feel like what she's talking about is more like it's just an ad lib. Right. Yeah, like the DJ of, of like the producer of the exactly. song putting their name in. Just Blaze. Yeah. It's not my favorite thing that's done, <laughs> but <laughs> I get wanting uh, that name recognition. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to get big enough to be American famous, you know? And to do that, you got to have right, name you gotta recognition. Pump your name. You yeah. got to have self advertising. I thought where this was going when she was like, I listen to, I don't know if you guys listen to Latino music. What I've noticed, like, is you, I got the sense that she's going to going to talk about a trend, and I thought she was going to say that they all have the same beat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Bop, bottom, 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 bottom. Every single song. I mean, every single song on the radio, fucking Latino or American, has all the same beat. So any pop song. Jordan is very upset by the music they play in Whole Foods. Been, the Whole Foods music is the worst. He has been harping on this all week about how Whole Foods plays the most garbage music. He I mean, most there, places. I and I, there I were just songs I haven't heard experience. that were back-to-back bad. So, <laughs> But yeah, no, most pop music sounds very similar. They have similar structure. Everyone's sucking each other's dicks. It's uninteresting. It's it's just boring. Yeah, but it's super boring. I get why some people like to listen to it, whatever. You want to tune... I'm not talking about your Latino music right now, Megan. I'm just talking about pop music in general, but I get why... You are, though. Some people want to... No, why I haven't listened to this particular Latino music. Oh, I see. Latinx. <laughs> uh, so right. we have... But no, it's just boring. It's just fucking... I get why some people want to turn it on and then zone out or whatever, because it's easy to zone out to. It's simple. But it's also taking up your brain space because you're going to start singing along to yeah. it and stuff. I don't get people who listen to it actively. Like, don't tune <laughs> it out. They put it on, and it's it's a jam. And then the next one is the same thing, and I it keeps get going. It. And it's like, it's how does the novelty... But, but it's like, just on a, just the function of the human mind, <laughs> like, how is the novelty not worn off? It's not in our genes, Jamal. So, like, that's what I can tell you. It's question, definitely not in question, our genes. Question, question, question. Yeah. Billie Eilish pop music. Yes. Yeah, she's she's pop music, but she is standing out. You know, I right love. She's to trying sing to sing me out. some Billie Eilish music in the kitchen. It's not my favorite. Again, I'm not saying like, mm-hmm. uh, and I she's don't okay. know how to. She's, okay. she's an it. exception. Uh, no, I'm saying there are certain artists where you can tell when they. Right, it's a low bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but there's some artists that when they get multiple tracks. That become top forty hits. Yeah, you can tell it's it's because there is something there. Like they actually do have some sort of talent, obviously. Sure. As opposed mm-hmm. to like the one offs that you don't even know their name, but they sound like every other fucking song. Yes. Yeah. So what you're saying is like Drake Rihanna is excellent. Is what I hear you saying to me. I'm saying Drake has his own sound okay. that fucking <laughs> does his thing, mm-hmm. and then but there there's this thing where once an artist becomes very established in that lane a lot of their music does start to just sound exactly the same. Yeah. And then you start to forget about them. When's the last <laughs> Nicki Minaj song oh, that was God. huge? She's kind of forgotten. Yeah. Do you think part of it is maybe the fact that we're not really dancers? Like a lot of, I feel like people let's put those music on to dance to. Oh, oh for sure. I mean, that's the thing. It's like mm-hmm. all these songs to dance to them. I have no gripe. You want to dance to it? That's fun. <laughs> have a good time. I just don't understand why you would put it on. In your car, in your house. I think that's an excellent point that you just like really breezed over. 
you guys are not dancers, neither am I. But I would boogie down. But when you listen to music, you're doing it as a cerebral activity. Right. Not not all the time. And as music makers, you know, like I'm looking for shit that's going to inspire me, you know. <laughs> I'm not looking for <laughs> shit that's like it's just taking up more it's time. It's your booty shaking. But I am also looking for that that feeling. Yeah. The feeling of listening yeah. to good music. It's to me it's not purely just like a logical cerebral thing. Like it's it, I feel like it is in the heart as well. Of course, it's all in the brain. But what I'm saying is—that's like, what she's saying, though. It—it's it, cerebral in that way. But no, like but the emotion, going for the, the story, the but emotion and feel, is, I feel like it's lost when you use the word hey cerebral. Me, oh, you know? hey me. Sure. Like I'm not looking like for a Lupe track or whatever. Like that's more cerebral than mm-hmm. a Frank Ocean track. Yes. Which right. Frank Ocean is cerebral. Don't get me wrong, but there's it's, a lot. There's a lot more feels involved. Right. Yeah. Word up. I think to end the year, I do have some bonus clips. So instead of just one ending clip, I have three. Wow. That we can discuss the first two and then and let, let right. the last one write off. And then next year, instead of having ending clips, we're going to have a surprise instead. So yeah, I'll play you these last clips that I had chopped up like during the 100th episode time. Yeah. Cool. First one is me describing a coworker I had back in the day <laughs> nice. who had a- Funny phone calls. A very nice uh, a truck that he uh, stupid nice de- that he was describing to his friend. <laughs> Speaking of human connection, I was at work the other day. Yeah, today <laughs> this actually <laughs> happened today. Uh, one of my neighbors next to me. He's he always talks on his phone, and he I can tell he's the kind of guy who likes to drive trucks. You know, <laughs> he was talking to a buddy of his about how he was in Washington, and he saw uh, a truck there. That was like super cool. It was a super cool truck. And he said he could have been the king of Arctic Man if he went to Arctic Man, which is like an event here Uh that you show off like your snow machines and your trucks and stuff, I guess. And he was like, he said he would have been crowned king (laughs) had he been, came to Arctic Man in Alaska. And then he said, said, I took a pic of it and I'll, I'll, I'll send you a pic of the truck. It's and he's he's hyping this truck up like mm-hmm. he's making it sound like it's like the best truck ever. Yeah. Okay. And so this is this is how he closes out the statement. He says, "I'll send you the pic of the truck. It's not like ridiculous. It's just stupid nice." <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid nice truck. Stupid nice truck. I believe he goes on to talk about some hoe that he was hanging out with. Oh, I'm sure. And. My favorite part of that clip actually is how he references her. He's like, "Yeah, she's nice and all, but she's kind of a bitch or something like that." I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, "I met my friend's wife. Uh, We didn't talk (laughs) much, so she's kind of a bitch, though." (laughs) (laughs) It's like what? He first says that she's nice. I met my friend's wife. She seemed nice. Whatever. We didn't talk much, so she's kind of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This guy is the worst person. This is why every day I thank my lucky stars that I am working from home is because people are obnoxious in general. Nice. Yeah, they're all pop music. Um, That was from episode 14, 100 episodes ago. Wow, nice. Holy fuck. Our next clip is a shorter one, but it's just, and it's very brief. You might miss it, but it's a moment early on Morgan trying to figure out the podcast, I guess. But here, let's just take a listen. (laughs) How how did you enjoy uh, the Real Day show? I loved it. I was, I fucking... 
Oh, yeah, we can. I don't know why I did that. (laughs) (laughs) She got so worried because she said, fuck. That is so weird. 21 episodes in. (laughs) Classic clip of me forgetting we can cuss on the podcast. Now I've got a mouth dirtier than the sole of your shoe. However, back in the day. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I did not know. You still continue to swear. I still continue to swear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. figuring it out. It's and fun. I was talking about a real day show. Real day show. <laughs> Going to a real day Hell show. Hell yeah. Yeah, uh, so these are all, I'm glad I saved them for this episode. It's working yeah. out nicely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I genuinely did like freeze in my boots. Like, yeah. Fuck. Caught yourself off guard. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> the final clip that um, I'm just going to play it in Rowdy is going to be us talking about baking with fruit and how it, how it things happen and how, how to expect the wetness here. And I just wanted to let everyone know that <laughs> in 2021, we should expect the wetness. Let's expect the wetness. Expect yes. The wetness. That's a great message. Yes. Expect the wetness and then respect the wetness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate that it's already been a pod title because it's You're a right. great, it's well, great. yeah. And I think that, you could be upset at the wetness all you want. Yeah, but expect it. But if you're expecting it, then you can enjoy it. And that's what this final this is clip a great is, all, is all about. I love it. Okay. Yeah. So just keep that going into 2021. Quit talking. <laughs> Put butter on that shit. <laughs> Bye. I love you guys. Stay hydrated. You want good 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 ideas. <laughs> right. Here's an idea. A cake with a fuck ton of strawberries in it. Yeah, I mean it's butter, sugar, a little bit of flour, and then you dollop it with yeah one pound of strawberries and, and bake it in a nine inch cake pan i'm always worried about strawberry levels okay because it makes i feel like it, it wettens it does a very wet cake it does but it's funny wet cake in the bake if you have the right expectations mm. anything i feel like can taste good like this cake is described as like the the strawberries create like a jammy you know with all the the one pound of strawberries throughout the cake so it's like you expect the wetness you know do you disagree expecting the wetness i agree (laughs) 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 expecting the wetness expecting the wetness